Good morning, everyone. We are so glad to be here with you today. This is Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Lori. Can't start without my kiss. We want to begin by telling you guys how much we love and appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, Pastor Lori and I were just looking at some comments, comments um, that you have sent to us from our YouTube videos, and they are just blessing us more than you could ever know. And we are so grateful and thankful that you guys are so appreciative of, of the messages that the Lord has given us to, to give you. And, and you're so thankful and grateful for them. And you just bless us so. Thank you for all you do for us and all you mean to us. And those of you who um, are becoming monthly partners and, 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 and gifting, you know, driven gifting by the Holy Spirit to this ministry, we just really love and uh, appreciate you. We just, we just thank you so very much. And uh, now we're going we're gonna to close out Colossians. This is the last time we're going to be talking uh, from the book of Colossians. And then the next time we are with you, we are going to be starting our series on the fruits of righteousness. Be on the lookout for that. This is going to, it's going to bless you to no end because I believe that there are only two keys, two keys for the life of the believer to live in the fullness of the promises and of the blessings. That includes finances, that includes relationships, and it includes healing and wholeness. And just briefly, there's a portion of scripture from Romans chapter 5. I believe it's verse, it's either verse 17 or verse 19. It's easy to find where it talks about for those of you who have received the abundance of grace. And for me, that's love. That's the love of God. Amen. Okay, grace is all about God, his love, his love for us, right? Freely given to us. Jesus Christ is, is, is the very definition of grace. And by, the Bible tells us that for God so loved us, so loved you and I, so loved you, so loved me, that he gave us Jesus. So for me, grace is Jesus. Grace is love. Okay? So for those who have received the abundance of love, powerful, and the gift of righteousness, you have to receive both. You have to grow in the, in the illumination and revelation and understanding of both. This is why we preach what we believe is the true gospel, right? The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, the gift of righteousness and all, and, and all that that means, what, what it means to be righteous, okay? You will reign in life. Mm. You will reign through life with the one, Jesus Christ. And so yes. we're going to be starting fruits of righteousness. What are the fruits of righteousness? And and it's I'm telling you guys, it's going to set you free. If you're free, you're going to be become more free. If your kite is already flying high, it's going to fly higher. Amen. Awesome. Yes. All right. So we uh, we ended up in Colossians where we were talking about the scripture where where Paul tells us right. Remember. When, when Jesus appears, okay, when you see the appearance of Jesus, mm -hmm. what are you seeing? Us. Okay, you, you, can, you can say it. You can say me, it. Me, us, me. Okay, I'm there seeing you go. me. See, she, sometimes she forgets. <laughs> you're not just talking to me, Pastor Laurie. You're talking to them. Yes, when you see Jesus, 
you see yourself. And I believe that was in uh, verse 4. You could read verse 4 in uh, Colossians four. chapter 3. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, <laughs> who you really are, will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. So wow. listen to this. This is why I'm telling you, if you don't have true filters, I am, I can, and I have, right? If you don't have true grace filters, Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, right? I was buried with him. You were buried with him. You were buried with him, right? Old man buried with him. Sins were buried with him. Sicknesses, diseases, buried with him. It was all buried with him. And then Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, so that you were united with him, right, in his death and burial, you're also united with him in his resurrection to newness of life. Where in this newness of life, the old man, he, he's gone. He's gone forever. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Sins. Mm. Sins. They're gone forever. Amen. Sicknesses and disease, they were gone forever. Mm. Now you've been raised to newness of life with Jesus Christ, one with him, united with him, to him. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. And so now remember what, what Paul is just saying here, right? You are one with him. Read it again, Pastor Lori, verse 4, because it's so powerful. You need, to, you need to know this. And you can't hear it enough. Right. And as right. Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are, will also be revealed, for you are now one with him in his glory. Okay. And, and here's the other one that we looked at. This is very important. Very, very important. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Oh, boy. Where was that? Verse 3. Read verse 3, Pastor Lori. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Powerful. So this is saying our true life, our true right, life. is hidden in God, in God, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. And now you read, when you see Christ, you see who you really are mm. because you're one with him. And now Paul, and Paul, he began the whole chapter, verse one, verse two, where he's, where he's talking about Christ's resurrection was your resurrection. Romans chapter six, verse four and five, right? This is why you should yearn for the things that are above. Powerful. Understand what he's saying. See, this is where you are. So be looking at this. Be, be, be fixing your attention on this. Be yearning this. See, because where Christ is seated right now at the right hand of the Father, that's where you're seated. Mm. At his place of, see, you're seated with him in the place of, in the place of all power, honor, and authority. That's verse wow. one. Wow. So now look at what, Christ, what, what Paul tells us. You're one with Christ. You're seated with Christ with his power, with his honor, with his authority, right? You're united with Christ. You're hidden now with God in Christ. Wow. This is, this is your new creation reality. 
This is your new place of existence. I also want you to keep in mind, again, once again, old man buried, old man dead, old man God, gone. Remember, go back to uh, uh, Colossians chapter 2, where it talks about the sins of the flesh, the sins of the, sins of the past, the, the, the sinful nature, right? Christ circumcised that away. Amen. So you have to hear what Paul is saying. Then you remember other scriptures, like from Hebrews chapter 10, where it tells us sins and iniquities he remembers no more. How can he? They've been taken away. They've been removed. Now you go to 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 5, verse 17. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation, right? Then you go to verse 21. He made him who knew no sin, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, he made him who knew no sin to be sin. With what sin? All of it. All of it? All. Everybody's? Everybody's past, present, and future. Even my anything that, everything. He, made, he was made to be sin, who knew no sin, right? Said that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I love that. The righteousness of God. The righteousness you can't of, get any more righteous than the amen. righteousness of God. That's how we were made. That's <laughs> how we became born anew, born again to. Wow. Keep in mind Isaiah chapter 53. The chastisement for our peace fell upon him. Mm. Read the end of chapter 53 in, in the book of Isaiah, where it says God was pleased to bruise him. You have to... Understand this. God bruised him. God was pleased to see him battered and, and, and beaten. God was pleased to see him as a lamb that is silent before its shears led to the slaughter. Mm. Why? Why? Because God knew that through his righteous sacrifice, he would justify the many. And then go to 2 Corinthians. I'm giving you a lot of stuff, guys. I'm teaching you the gospel. I'm teaching what you the truth. What a way to start the week. You go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 again. And right after it says in verse 17, if any man be in Christ, right? After that, it tells us how in, in Christ, God was reconciling the, the whole entire world. Okay? The, the whole entire world the judgment for the whole entire world, okay, was put upon Christ. And now Paul says we're ambassadors of reconciliation. This is what Paul says. We're, we're ambassadors of reconciliation. Remember what Jesus said, as I am lifted up, I will draw all judgment to me. So now you have this in your mind. I've got it in mind. Now this is why you have to worry about or be concerned with, I, can, I need a drink real quick. The faultiness of our translations. The word of God is inerrant, but that doesn't mean translations are inerrant. And that's important to know. Very important to know. And remember again, keep your filters. I am, I can, I have. Sins and iniquities he remembers no more. I am united with Christ. I am one with Christ. I am seated with Christ. I am seated with him at the right hand of power, authority, and honor. The Father, 
The Father has glorified me. Romans chapter 8, verse 30. He called me. He justified. He glorified me. The mm -hmm. Father established me. Romans, not Romans, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. The Father established me in Christ, in righteousness, with the anointing, and then sealed me, right? Wow. And now the Father has placed me where I'm hidden with him in Christ, Okay. Pastor Lurie, I know this is going to be hard for you to read, but go ahead. Read, read verse 5 now. Read verse... Live as one... And verse 6. Verse 5 and verse 6. Okay. Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who died to diseases and desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. When you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. Does that sound like Paul? No. Doesn't sound like Paul. Especially following verses 1 through 4. Exactly. Exactly. Especially following verses 1 through 4 and chapter 2. Yeah. Especially. And so now you think of this. Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who died to diseases. I like that. You died to diseases. Okay. And desires for, forbid, for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. I don't have a problem with that. Okay? Because that's just like Paul's telling us what he tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, where he says, Put on the new man, which after Christ has been created in true righteousness and true holiness. Okay. Okay? Put on your new man now. Yeah, new creation realities. Old man is dead. New man is alive. Okay, now put him on. Now put him on. Now put him on. How do I put him on? Verse 23, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. By being renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is exactly what he said in Colossians in the, in, uh, in the first verse. Right? Where he said, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. That's why you're fixing your thoughts on things it's above. above. It's getting your mind right. Getting your mind right. So he's saying, live, live, live in your new life. Live, you know, as, as, as you're believing that you're one with Christ because you are. Mm -hmm. Live in accordance with your new nature. Live in the power, authority, and honor of Christ that is now within you. Live in the position of your righteousness. He just said, I can, I can, I can, I'm okay with that. I like it. Okay? okay? But I'm not okay with, I'm not okay with, but when you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against the acts of your disobedience. Wait a second. Paul, what are you telling me? You're telling me they're all gone. They're all paid for. That Christ was judged. That we're what, hidden. Right. That, 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 that sin is not an issue anymore. Right? The book of Hebrews chapter 10, I believe Paul wrote that also. He tells us that we've been purged of our sin consciousness, our evil consciousness of sin. He tells us that by one sacrifice, we've been perfected and sanctified forever. You tell me sins and iniquities, he remembers no more. How can he? They've been carried away. See, there's only one thing. If God is going to judge man, if he's going to judge man on, on anything, it's just one thing. That's all, one thing whether or not he has received the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. So this verse right here, I do not accept as being part 
of Paul's gospel or Paul's true intent or his original writing when he, when he wrote his original letter. This is, a, this is a translation and this is something that man has put together because God, he says, well, Jesus first told us in, 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 in John chapter 17, verse 23, Father, the glory you've given me, I've given them. All right? And Paul tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 30, whom God called, he justified. That means he made us completely innocent. Just as if I'd never sinned. Completely justified. innocent. Justified. And those who he made completely innocent and justified, he glorified. So Jesus said, I gave them my glory. And Paul said, God gave us his glory. Okay. And that word glory, we, we've already established. It means splendor, majesty, brilliance, view, and opinion. God has extended to us and over us and towards us and for us the same view and opinion he has towards Jesus Christ, period. period. He hid us in Christ, period, where that's always, that's only the, only, the only thing he sees. He established us in Christ. He established us in righteousness. Sins and iniquities he remembers no more because they're gone. So look at this verse. Pastor Lenny, this is on my iPad right now. But in my Bible, I have crossed it out because that is not Paul's gospel. And so I want to, again, you know, let you know that when you read the word of God, you have to read it with right filters. And we've been teaching you those right filters that they've been taught to us by the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to look at, uh, we're running out of time. I want you to look at, it says verse 7 and 8, um, but, but read verse 7 and 8. And this is from the Passion Translation. Read verse 7 and 8. <clears throat> That's how you once behaved. Char Char Carol Characterized. Characterized by your evil deeds. But now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all form of hatred, cursing, filthy speech, and lying. Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. Okay, read the next the beginning of that verse too. Uh, verse 10, for you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. Okay, now you see, I can accept this because it starts out in verse seven by saying, that's how you once behaved. Hmm. You see, this is Paul. Paul is not... It's not, he, he, he's, Paul is not defining you now, right, in the way that you once were. He'll never do that. That's why I don't like what, what, how it was trans, translated in the verse before. For this is Paul. He's saying, listen, you once were like that. You once were that man. You once behaved like that, but not anymore. And now, now it says it's time to eliminate all that behavior, now, the, reason, the way you eliminate all that behavior right now, again, is by renewing your mind. Laying aside that old, that old man, you've laid aside him, right? 
Now, now, now it's time to renew your thinking to your new creation realities, which is what he's saying now, right? For you have acquired a new creation life. Now he's just exhorting them to live out that new creation life by being renewed in your mind to the truthfulness of who you are, being one with Christ, being united with Christ, seated with Christ in the heavenly places at the right hand of the Father, at the right hand of, of power and of honor and of glory. This is what Paul is telling us. This is the revelation and illumination we shall be should be living in. So now, if someone throws at you verse 6 and they try to show you that if you're if you're being disobedient or if 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 you have a sin, okay, or whatever, God you're igniting his anger at you. You know the truth. You know to reject that. That is not Paul's gospel. That is not the gospel of grace. That is not our new creation identity or reality. Amen. Any closing, any closing words? Just remember you're hidden away in God, in Christ. You're <laughs> hidden away. So he can't see anything he, but Christ. That's it. You're hidden. You're hidden in God, in Christ. Right. Christ did it all. Amen. We're and righteous. He, amen. Now, I, I just want to give you this one more word of advice. When you read the scriptures, okay, also make sure you look at verses that come after, verses that come before, you know, chapters that come before. So now you get the whole thinking, whole theology, whole doctrine of That's the writer, good. Paul. Yep. And now when you come into something that seems inconsistent, You'll be able to identify it, yeah. okay, and correct it in your thinking to what the true, too good to be true gospel of grace is. Amen. Amen. We, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you again. Walk in the blessing.